Hi there, and thanks for joining us. Coming up on this episode, we dive into the world of oysters and seafood ahead of a big festival in Cork in September, and we speak to an old friend of the podcast, Stephen Ryan, formerly of Cork's Red FM, who will tell us all about 24 Stories. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. Now we want to talk about another upcoming festival, one that if you're into oysters and seafood, well, you are going to be in your element. It's the Cork Oyster and Seafood Festival that runs from the 20th to the 22nd of September. And here to delight me uh, with what is going to be on offer is Sandra Murphy of Trigon Hotel Group and Mike Ryan uh, of The Corn Store. You're very welcome and thank you for joining us on Red Business. Now, normally I give out to people who don't bring food with them, um, (laughs) but this is one of those things oysters are not my thing so I, I'm I, is there still something in this for me Sandra? Ah, Absolutely I mean it's a celebration of food culture and music and it's taking place across Cork City from the 20th to the 22nd of September we've over 60 venues participating this year it's in association with Murphy's Irish Stout and Foil to Ireland the Taste the Island campaign um, to promote food on our fantastic island but there are fantastic venues taking part so if you don't like oysters there's still plenty to do across the weekend So there's something for me Anyway, even Absolutely, if I'm not a fan of the Absolutely, of course. But that's good to know. Um, the taste of Taste the Island mm, initiative—that's mm. a—that's a great concept, isn't it? Because it—it's it, a way in which we can bring all the very best of food together. And mm. lo and behold, your festival sits slap bang in the middle of it. Absolutely. So it was created by Foil to Ireland for the off-peak uh, times of the year. So that's September, October, November, when of course restaurants, hotels, and bars would see softer periods of business. And um, the idea is to collaborate to bring businesses together to promote what we do best. So it is a fantastic initiative. And what's great about it is that there's so many businesses thrilled to be working together to promote Cork on the domestic and international level. Mike Ryan, um, we were in the corn store recently and uh, Scampi was was enjoyed, let's put it that way, and it was the finest plate of seafood I've eaten put in front of me in quite some time. Thank seafood you. is a big part of what you guys do in the corn store, isn't it's it? A, it's a huge part. Like, outside of doing, like, I suppose, the steaks are, are the biggest part we do, uh, but also on top of that, seafood, the location, your proximity to, you know, List like can sail. You have. I was going to say you don't pull it out of the river in the centre no, of the town now. No, do you? you don't. No, no but no. we have a, we have a lot we have a lot of guys that would work locally, and even down as far as y'all, I'd, I'd use some fishermen down there as well that would uh, be fishing for themselves as well. That so we have it's as fresh as you can get it. Um, we're just so lucky to have the produce that, on the doorstep, you know, that we have, so we can. Um, we can showcase it. It's great to have a, an event like this that you can actually showcase it to people that don't normally, like yourself, that wouldn't be into oysters, but because there's other t- items on offer, you could be tempted. You know, mm-hmm. there's, 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 a lot of people just think of the cold, cold oyster. Yeah, so yeah, it you know, no appeal to me whatsoever. But, like, there's not enough garlic in the world that would make that <laughs> remotely attractive well, to you me. you won't get garlic and oysters combined in our premises. All right, OK. <laughs> so what do so you, you put A bit of sacrilege. Um, well, there's... There's one that we do, and it's called um, Angels on Horseback. Like So we can, or Devils on Horseback is another one as well. It's a good but, way of trying to put my mind off yeah, the fact yeah, it's an yeah, oyster. Yeah. I'm a name <laughs> like that. I suppose, what, what, what are the, what, like there's, uh, there's many, you can wrap it in bacon, a bit of chilli, and some of it is a, like a tempura batter, and you put it into a fryer, so it's, and oh, then yeah, you put it back okay. into the oyster. You can have... I might live with that. Oyster Skilpatrick, so you can have spinach, sautéed spinach, and uh, some bacon, and hollandaise sauce. And it, the oyster is gr- gratinated on that, so it's cooked. So think about it, 
I wouldn't be a fan of a raw mussel. Mm. But a cooked mussel is fantastic. You can live you know with I mean? that. So, yeah, absolutely. So a lot of places, like I like, I like uh, my oysters just with a small bit of Tabasco. Perfect. Mm. But I also love them cooked or gratinated. And it's I actually what I love about it, what these events that we've done in the past is we do have di- such an array of little nibbles. So it's all little nibbles mm. from a lot of different restaurants. So each venue has. Each venue would have three restaurants in it, and then they'd be showing, showcasing mm. some of their signature dishes in a mini form. Well, the gourmet trail was mm. the biggest part of this, and it kind of started out as that and then morphed into other things, Sandra, didn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So the gourmet trail takes place on the Saturday of the weekend, and it's just a fantastic showcase and a highlight of some of the best restaurants that are in Cork City. Um, so what happens is the day starts at 12 noon with the drinks reception, so it starts with Kinsale Gin. We like to keep everything local. drinking very early. You pie-eyed by the end of it, <laughs> Um, and then they are split into teams so there's five teams of 30 you have things like the Bantry Barnacles you have the Cove Clams you have the Shanagari Scallops and they embark with their team leaders on a culinary tour of Cork they sample food from 12 of Cork's best restaurants um, and they also have beverage to accompany that so they have a really really fun day out um, and you get to sample food from restaurants that maybe you haven't sampled before it is a guided tour it's a walking tour um, and then they come back to the Metropole Hotel at 5.30 for an after party and it's a really really fantastic but day but you, you'd roll in after all that food wouldn't you well listen you've yeah there's plenty of food all day <laughs> and there's everything from savoury to sweet we really coordinate the menus really well so that people get to sample plenty of different food and we do work within obviously dietary requirements and all of that as well but yes you're, you've a full belly uh, and uh, a happy day out so it's fantastic you've got, you got your feet up on the couch at home by <laughs> 8 o'clock by all accounts um, Mike the, the big thing and we discussed this recently when we were uh, in Middleton is sourcing locally and they're, they're mm. very lucky in East Cork that they've got so much on their doorstep but here in Cork City you've got uh, pretty much the same don't you you don't have to travel very far to get oh, the no, finest products like, you no know, we have a fantastic array when it comes to even seafood our meats, cheeses, like, you know, for Cork, Cork itself, count, city and county, you know, we're very lucky. If you work in any other parts of the other parts of the country, you're sourcing a bit further out. Like, everything is on our doorstep if people are prepared to use it, you know. Like, obviously, it does cost a small bit more, but you get what you pay mm. for. Dis- mm. it, it, that's, that's my motto. Like. Well, well we've, we've discussed my general dislike of, of oysters, although you sound like that bacon chili one I might I be could, able to swallow. If, if you're on the trail, we'll, we'll convert gonna, you. I, I might. It's going to be our mission for this year, actually, <laughs> I, yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know. I, I just have I remember a good friend of mine, Bobby Kerr, on another radio programme <laughs> oh, who last don't. year nearly choked live on air on an oyster. <laughs> that, and that was with Joe Harty from Harty Oysters in Dungarvan, and they're actually our oyster supplier for the weekend at the hotel and uh, he did Bobby Kerr almost almost Uh, it was memorable live on radio so I'm I'm conscious of that but for those uh, like me who aren't into the oysters that much we talked about your scampi which is legendary what else will you have in terms of seafood on on the menu on the day well we're going to have we'll have a crab brulee there as well uh, that we're going to do I've I've totally had that that's fabulous we have have a mini crab brulee on on the day as well Uh, but for for meat eaters as well we're going to have uh, we have an oxtail and goat cheese uh, um cannelloni that we're mm. making ourselves as but well you've, that, that you've rubbed people, the fish over is that the theme of the weekend <laughs> no, no, we keep it separate we try to keep everyone happy yeah. and because as you said people are going to be rolled out the door we actually will have desserts as well we always find we always like every venue does a few small mini desserts mm. and the last the last people on the trails like cause the way the trail is broken up is you have four groups so by the time the fourth group comes to you 
they all, all they want is some desserts. You know, I mean, they're on dessert mode <laughs> at that stage. This is the, the, the restaurant equivalent of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I mean, are you going to lose Augustus Gloop somewhere along the way, Sandra? No, absolutely not. They'll have two guides with them. They'll be one to the front, one, no one to the yet. back. Yeah. We haven't lost anyone yet. Um, yeah, so no, it's fantastic. And listen, there's plenty to do across the weekend as well because, of course, the opening night falls on Culture Night. Um, so it's European Culture Night. So on that night, we'll have the Cork City Samba Band playing on McCurtain Street in the Victorian Quarter. Paddy Casey is going to be playing at the hotel. Jemison Distillers are coming to do a display of cask making with their uh, master distiller. Um, so there's plenty of opportunities to sample whiskey there as well. Obviously, Murphy's Irish Stout is a key sponsor going to be on board and there's going to be plenty of pairings with Murphy's. Over the weekend, you've got the Frank and Walters as well and you've the All-Ireland Shocking Competition. Mm. And also there's plenty of pairings in the bar where Don't we're going d- to do d- some shocking and sucking, which is where you pair an oyster <laughs> with Ste- a beverage. Steady on. Uh, <laughs> to, to That's the, after what time? Oh yeah, I was say, that is after. Uh, what exactly is a shocker? Uh, remind the world. Who, uh, but there are people so, out there with devious minds. Andrew. What is a shocker? <laughs> so um, a shocker is someone who can open an oyster to perfection and it's done in many different ways. So someone's done to speed. So who will be there at the weekend as well as Patrick McMurray. He's also known as Shucker Petty and he comes all the way from Canada. He is the Guinness World Champion for oyster shucking. Um, so we have a shucking competition taking place on the Sunday. Have you shucked an oyster, Sandra? I, I have shucked plenty but not an oyster. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we would like to remind people that the Cork Oyster and Seafood Festival runs from the 20th to the 22nd. Uh, You can get all the details, corkoysterfestival.ie. The Gourmet Trail is sold out if you're looking to get on that. So, But there's lots of other things you can do across that weekend. And uh, lads, you've convinced me I'm going to have to try one now. Mike, I'll be in. I'll be in to give it a go. Well, I will hold you to it. You might actually have to hold me down when you think about it if I just swallow it like that. Uh, Mike Ryan of Corn Store and Sandra Murphy of Trigon Hotel group and indeed the Cork Oyster and Seafood Festival. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Thanks Jonathan. Thanks very much. Red Business all that's best about business in Cork. Now, my next guest is actually one of the people who was involved in setting up the Red Business podcast when he was with us here in Cork's Red FM, but has since gone on to do bigger and brighter things. Stephen Ryan of 24 Stories. You're very welcome back to studio. This is a bit weird. I suppose it is, but it's great to be back and it's great to see the show still running and as popular as ever. Yeah, well, I haven't killed it yet, is no. basically what you're trying to say there, which no, is the, nice. The only thing is I haven't brought any uh, food samples because I have been listening to some of the podcasts and, and then, uh, this has been raised, seems to be a trend. This has been raised in just uh, the earlier part of this podcast as well, but we're, we're, we're glad that you didn't bring food because you'd have to make yeah, it yourself. Well, and I wouldn't <laughs> maybe a Rice Krispie cake or something. <laughs> I'm not sure you would like that. No, uh, no, still, I would raise questions as to its provenance. Uh, Stephen, tell Tell us about 24 Stories. What do you do? So, um, I suppose 24 Stories came out of an idea. Uh, uh, going back a while, I, I teach in CIT, so I lecture in CIT. Um, I've had lots of students over the years that have come in, done a certificate in digital marketing, went on to do a master's. And then I've often wondered about what happens after that. Um, a lot of them are keen to keep learning. A lot of them are keen to keep networking. And, of course, there's lots of different networking uh, opportunities in Cork, be it Network Cork or the Marketing Institute or Cork Chamber. Um, but that educational piece kind of disappears. Uh, and unless you do a course, there's nowhere really to learn. Uh, and, and I suppose being a similar kind of environment to people that are also looking to learn. So I last year I, I when I when I left Red I, I set up narration which is a consultancy business in marketing and training but one of the the real reasons that I wanted to go up my own was was to set up this events business I suppose and this network um, and the idea behind it was that across the year we put on 
eight talks for people, four workshops and two conferences, and that you would join up as a membership, an annual fee, and that you would get all these included in your in your in your fee, I suppose, in your membership. Um, but I also wanted to be a bit different to everyone else, and the one thing that I noticed from a lot of networking is that a lot of the people are kind of similar. They're at the sim- similar stages of their career. Um, I felt that there was a huge lack of maybe people that are studying or just recently graduated and they bring a lot to the table as well. Yeah, and we, we are very quick to dismiss that kind of group, aren't we? They're, oh, they're only just out, what's they yeah. know? But they're, in, in terms of marketing, they're probably as valid as the more senior people sometimes and better ideas can sometimes come from youth. Well, you'll find that they're, I suppose, they have a grasp of some of the modern techniques, whereas some of the older people some of the more experienced would have maybe more the traditional ways of we and more strategic. Um, so it's nice to have that balance. So what I did was I said, okay, if you're joining up as a member, I wanted only 24 students, 24 graduates, 24 individuals and 24 businesses so that you'd have a nice mix of people. And we launched it last October. We had our first talk in November and we've had, I think we've had 16 talks since then. And there's been a huge I suppose, mix of people. Um, you have everything from your, your kind of student still in college. You have your mature student. You have your small business owner. You have your marketing person who, I suppose, has left college 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So there's huge, huge different kind of array of um, it's capabilities. A coll- it's a collective intelligence. Really, it is, yeah. It? But they all have one thing in common, and that's all of them are interested in learning more. Yeah. Um, so how the talks are structured is that uh, each talk has some sort of, I suppose, expert in their field. And it's usually based around four topics. So digital marketing, traditional marketing, maybe market research or creativity. So designers, video people and stuff like that have come in as well. So that's a kind of 40 minutes. And we have a bit of networking, uh, coffee break so that people will mingle. And then in the second session, which is something that isn't done anywhere else, is that I bring in a startup business. Um, and this came out of a lot of stuff that I've been doing with live businesses in CIT, but a startup business that tells their story, where they want to go, and they do that for about five minutes, and then we let the group come up with ideas, marketing ideas, that basically that will help that small business. And we, we, we don't leave the room until there's 24 ideas that that business can take away. 24 so, ideas? Yeah. So that's, that's a lot what, of ideas. a lot of ideas. Whether they implement them, but usually you'll find that there's always a couple of nuggets that the business said, I never thought of that. Mm. And that comes from the mix as well. One of the things that I found is that when you're dealing with a business, they've probably spent so much time doing everything that they've often forgotten who they are. Exactly. And the rationale of why. Yeah. And does that group scenario, that, that collective hive mind, kind of help focus those business people? It does. And what's really interesting is they've drilled in a few times. So, <coughs> so they've drilled into, okay, but where did the idea come out of? And did you do your research? And some of them have actually said, brilliant idea, but the wrong market you're chasing. You know, and My favourite Irish phrase, I don't know where you're going, but I wouldn't start from here. Yes. And it's kind of, okay... Maybe you're targeting the wrong type of customer or maybe you have the wrong name for the business that people don't understand what it is. And it's it's led to, like, I mean, we've had a session recently where it went on for an hour and a half. Uh, but nobody leaves the room, which is fascinating. So it's 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 nice and cosy. Um, we always do it in, in the top floor of Soho over. 
So, um, well, there's uh, drink available if it goes drink, but we wrong. don't go down to drink. Well, some of them have near, nearly been forced to drink, I'd say, by the end of it, <laughs> but yeah. So, all of that, I suppose, those little talks were, were at the core of it. But I said, obviously, one of the big things that I wanted to look at was this idea of having something big in Cork. I was quite jealous of the scene in Dublin, lots of huge marketing events in Dublin, be it, I suppose, DMX that the Marketing Institute put on, you know. Uh, the Digital Marketing Institute put on another event then you have, of course you have Pendulum Summit and in previous years we've had the Web Summit in the past but nothing really in Cork um, and I wanted to bring in speakers that haven't been here before So when does this all take place then? When do you cl- climb up to the top of Soho? So the Soho events are by invite to members only so they happen kind of twice a month um, whereas the conference takes place twice a year so the first one took place in March um, we had 170 people at it. I was delighted. Um, we had some, I suppose, really interesting speakers. I suppose we went from everything from a big blog, uh, influencer such as Vogue Williams um, to somebody who's great at telling stories, Jack Murray from All Good Tales in Dublin. This time around, we have, again, some really interesting keynotes. We have the former CEO of Game, who a lot of people might remember the shop on Patrick Street, but they were a worldwide chain of, of gaming uh, shops. Um, he was the CEO of there. He was also the Chief Operations Officer of Audion Cinemas, uh, Ian Shepard. And he's just brought out a book recently called Reinventing Retail. And the idea is that he's going to give a talk on how marketeers can learn from the huge challenges that retail have faced and how retail has really had to reinvent itself to survive and the shops that have survived have been the ones that have kind of reinvented the wheel as such. Mm, well, as many have tried and absolutely And as many have failed, including Game themselves. Yeah. So, and he said... Which it, I think is the bizarrest thing of is, all because yeah. how many people are playing computer games? And, and, and the business still can't survive. And it's, it can't survive, but possibly because a lot of it went online, which is the yeah. same with a lot of clothing stores. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's a fascinating area um, that, that you've delved into. Do you, do you miss the radio, number one? First of all, because you worked in radio for quite some time. So do, is, is there a day when you're kind of... Do you enjoy radio more now? I I enjoy radio. I, I suppose my guilty pleasures, I still tune into Neil all the time. So, uh, you know, and the <laughs> topics, you know. described yeah. as, a, as, a, as a guilty <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, I love... Cork, a kind of Cork topics, stuff that you don't get to see online, and the, you know, um, but also radio is interesting because every day is different. You have a huge presence on LinkedIn, so people will find you yes, there. Of is course. there any other way people can find out more about Twenty Four Stories yeah. or Narration? So Twenty Four Stories or Narration The conference is on the thirteenth of September in Fort Island Resort. Um, yeah, we expect another great crowd. Lots of speakers still to be announced. I've announced a lot already, but you'll get the full details on the website. Stephen, uh, thank you for taking a punt on this particular podcast when it began some 100 and episodes ago. Yeah, uh, and we launched it here inside in Republic of Work. We well. did, yeah, and we're still going. We haven't been caught yet. So look, Kabir, thank you for that. And we wish you and uh, everybody involved in 24 Stories and Narration the very best of luck. Stephen Wright, thanks for thanks joining million. us. Thanks, my thanks to all of my guests and to Neave Hennessy who produced. Don't forget, all episodes of Red Business are available online on redextra.ie. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you on the next one. The only show in town for Cork Business, Red Business.